1: So I go to get my hair cut and my beautician, who knows I do this but isn't at all political and doesn't really care about politics, is actually really fired up and wants to show me something. It's an instance by Facebook of censorship that really freaked her out. So she got my attention right away. Never forget that an instance of censorship by Facebook is an instance of censorship by all. They all work together, politically and legally, from Verizon to Microsoft to Google. You cannot escape them. The trends that you see on Facebook are the trends that descend on the whole Internet. So this got my attention because she was so riled up. What was it? Well, they put one of those content shields over a picture a friend of hers had sent out. The content shield said sensitive content. This photo may show violent or graphic content. I couldn't wait for her to pull it away so I could see what the photograph was of. And that was the shocking part. Because this incident gives you some idea of where they're going and how totalitarian it will be. The shocking and potentially violent and graphic photograph was of a daisy, a lone daisy growing up out of a crack in the sidewalk and it simply said this stand up for what you believe in even if it means standing alone in the background there was a crowd far away the days you stood alone there was nothing political about the post there were no other words it could have just as easily been posted by a liberal or a black lives matter supporter or a supporter of the first amendment or of guns it was utterly apolitical, like i said and it gave you a chilling warning About where things are going. My beautician even got it. She understood. This was something we've never seen before in America. A total and complete intolerance for individual thought. An indication that in the very near future. Simply going against the proper view. Whether it's on politics or daisies standing alone will not be tolerated. Period. End of memo. We're seeing the beginnings of this all over the country. In New York, they canceled their gifted and talented program. Gifted individuals are not allowed because it is a sign of their individualism and therefore a threat to the left. Enforce this. Social media, yes, but also a weaponized generation. Don't think this is a real thing. Listen to this story. University of Chicago professor Dorian Abbott was set to give a prestigious lecture at MIT called the Carlson Lecture. But MIT canceled it and wouldn't let the Earth, Atmospheric, and Planet of it because of things he'd said in Newsweek. What was so controversial that Newsweek would actually publish it? They're a liberal publication, but it deemed you cancelable? He wrote an editorial arguing Are you ready for this? That students should be judged on their individual merit, that students should receive grades. Based on their performance, that students should be admitted based on their academic record and their individual extracurricular accomplishments. You know, the way we've always done it and judged by nothing else. In other words, merit should be the only standard and that we should live in a colorblind society. It's an old argument. After protest by woke students, MIT canceled it. My crime, he told the UK Daily Mail arguing for academic evaluations based on academic merit. He writes that the chair of the EAPS at MIT called him to inform him they'd be canceling the lecture in order to avoid controversy. Abbott had also posted clips to YouTube where he argued for the importance of treating each person as an individual worthy of dignity and respect and, God forbid, giving everyone a fair and equal opportunity when they apply for a position, as well as allowing them to express their opinions openly, even if you disagree with them. It was too much for the wannabe totalitarians. But it's this line that really spun them out, probably because it's so true and nothing. Enrages the left like the truth. They simply won't tolerate it. He wrote this. It entails treating people as members of a group rather. He wrote that diversity, equity and inclusion programs, which accept people based on membership in a group, despite their individual qualifications or lack thereof, denies people equal treatment. And then he wrote this. It entails treating people as members of a group rather than individuals repeating the mistake that made possible the atrocities of the 20th century. That is so true. It's the first step in the dehumanization that allows brutalization of people by group. And it is exactly why the left is ending gifted and talented programs all over the country. They celebrate the individual. You can only get in through individual merit. And they can't allow that. This particular story has a happy ending. Princeton decided to allow him to speak. And thousands of people have already registered for the remote lecture. But we're already getting an idea what a world run this way will look like. A world in which, if you belong to the right group, you could do virtually anything. Break almost any law and no punishment will apply to you. Because crimes are individual things. And so punishment can only be doled out according to group status. And if you have the right group status, you can't be punished at all. Think that won't happen? It just did in Chicago. This is a precedent everybody should be paying attention to because this is exactly where they're going. Kim Fox, remember her, of the Jesse Smollett, might have made up that crime, that race hate crime against himself, but I think he's cool. Yeah, her... The George Soros prosecutor, she just did a thing we haven't seen before, but that you're going to begin to see in liberal areas. Prosecution, or lack thereof, by group status. Here's what happened. Two gangs had a deadly gang-related shootout in Austin. They have it on video. It was in broad daylight in the middle of the morning. What's more, plainclothes police officers actually witnessed it. Two carfuls of guys Pulled up and started firing on a house. They're well-known gang members. The people in the house fired back. Multiple people on both sides were injured, and one guy was killed. Police fired charges, but Fox, the prosecutor, declined to prosecute. She cited mutual combatants as the reason for the rejection, which is not a code you use. Mutual combat's a legal term used to define a fight or struggle that two parties willingly engage in. She the police wanted to charge five people, some from one side, some from the other. She said, no, even though a man is dead and people on both sides were grievously injured. This is not a self-defense case. She declined to prosecute both sides in the affair. Those who tried to gun down the occupants of the house and those who fought back. How radical is this? Even liberal Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, a former prosecutor, was outraged. Quote, if they do not feel like the criminal justice system is going to hold them accountable, we're going to see a level of brazenness that will send the city into chaos. And we cannot let that happen, the mayor said.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
1: I think that there's enough evidence here. We've got videotape. We have a marked squad of ununiformed uniformed officers who were at the scene observing it. And at a bare minimum, the individuals who initiated the firefight must be prosecuted. Ward Alderman, Chris Taliaferro, a liberal and Democrat, said, I think it goes beyond frustration. I'm furious about it. But this is exactly where they're going. Want another outrageous example? Remember back during the summer of love? The riots that would eventually cost the insurance industry over $2 billion. The single most expensive national disaster the American insurance industry has ever had to cover. Half a billion dollars in damages to the city of Minneapolis alone. $50 million worth of damage to people's homes and businesses racked up in a single night in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Portland, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of damage. It occurred across over 30 cities, this $2 billion worth of damage. Yet remember how the left and the media screamed when Donald Trump wanted to send in the National Guard, wanted to send the FBI after Antifa and Black Lives Matter. He was a Nazi, a dictator. Those are things Nazi and dictator types do, they said. Well, it's exactly what they're doing right now when they want to send in the FBI and the DOJ to terrorize parents who complain at school board meetings. Think about it. It's literally the same thing. The same thing they said was fascist, Nazi-like, and dictatorial when Trump wanted to do it to stop actual violence and property damage. These parents haven't damaged any property or committed any violence. And yet, the DOJ has announced it intends to treat them like domestic terrorists to use the Patriot Act against them. In this brave new world, where The value of a human life is determined by what group or grievance group that human life belongs to and nothing else. People, by necessity, must be canceled. Not just those who say the wrong thing or post the wrong picture of a daisy on social media, but the actual physical victims of grievance group members. They simply can't exist. They must be blacked out and forgotten. That's what happened in Chicago, It's that mentality that was at work. And it's also what just happened in Loudoun County, Virginia. Wait till you hear this one. A ninth grade girl walked into a Loudoun County bathroom, high school bathroom, and was attacked in the most horrific of ways by a 15-year-old boy who was also in there wearing a skirt. He's allowed to use the bathroom. He is now charged, among other things, with forcible sodomy, forcible fellatio, and other crimes connected to the horrific attack. Her father was told by school officials and prosecutors that the only way he could get justice was not to tell anybody. Because at the time, the transgender bathroom rules that had just been implemented in schools were controversial. So he kept his mouth shut. That happened last May. He was told by prosecutors, and the prosecutor there in Loudoun County is also Another Soros-backed prosecutor, who got elected on Soros money, told him, don't worry, I've got the guy at home. He's wearing an ankle monitor. Everybody will be safe. That was a lie. On October 6th, Scott Smith would learn he'd done it again. They'd moved him to another school. Yes, they allowed him to attend another school. And he had sexually assaulted a second victim. There's no doubt that this happened. He was able to get his daughter rape kit tested. There's DNA evidence. Yet when Scott Smith showed up to the Loudoun County School Board a couple months back, this is how he was treated by the superintendent and school board members. Listen to them deny that any such attack ever happened from the podium. Do we have assaults in our bathrooms, or our locker rooms regularly?
0: To my knowledge, we don't have any records of assaults occurring in our restroom. The issue of assaults taking place or transgender students assaulting other students in the restroom, uh, Time magazine in 2016 called that um, a red herring. The predator transgender student is or person simply does not exist.
1: But at that point, the boy in a skirt, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office confirmed, had already committed his second assault. At that point, a transgender activist mocked Scott and accused his daughter of making the whole thing up. You've probably seen him before. He's the guy in that video clip that the mainstream media and Fox News shows all the time being wrestled to the ground by police officers and forcibly dragged from the meeting. They shut down the microphone after that so that he and others who knew about it couldn't speak of it. That's important because Scott... Is the guy and his case was the case, the most egregious one um, among a handful listed by the National School Boards Association when they wrote to Attorney General Merrick Garland demanding the FBI be sicked on parents just like him because they are domestic terrorists. And there's even a link attached to their letter so you can go watch him be arrested. But the story doesn't explain what he was arrested for. Or how long he'd been patient with the prosecutors in the school system when they told him to say nothing publicly or get no justice. It's the very letter from the National School Board Association that Mary Garland is using to justify using the Patriot Act, which gives them spy powers against these parents, which gives them the power to invade their privacy, their texts, their emails, even their phone calls. That's why they're using the domestic Terrorist designation, not just because it sounds good on TV, but because of the powers they'll have to spy upon and tear these people's lives apart. Powers they call Donald Trump a Nazi and a fascist for wanting to use against people committing actual terror, like the burning of buildings and businesses. Cancellation when it comes to criminality is a two edged sword. It works in two directions, but most people only notice one the part where you get canceled. There's another flip side to it, though, where the part where the crimes and abuses by those in the correct groups, the uncanceled groups get canceled, are paved over where lawlessness is allowed. It becomes almost a superpower because if you can do it and somebody else can't, you have incredible political power. Better not say something we don't like. We'll burn your business to the ground and the prosecutor will just wink and nod at us. Want an example of it? Here you go. Vaccine mandates. Better get the vaccine or get canceled. Want to have a job? Better get the vaccine or we'll cancel your job, which is tantamount to canceling you in the workplace. But we'll exempt teachers and others from it, including congressional staffers and members of Congress themselves. It even works morally. Do you see how Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden was forced to resign after he got busted way back when? Old comments resurfacing, things he'd written. For anti-gay, misogynistic comments, he's a white male, a member of the wrong group, so he's done. Because that's the way our society works now. Or is it? Actually, no. If you're a white male and you're a member of the right liberal privilege group, you can say anything. You can use the N-word again and again and again. You can even call Barack Obama by that word. And you'll be fine. You can even do it as a famous person. You're thinking, Tara, you're pulling my leg. That's not possible. It is. Hunter Biden did it. It's now been four months, almost to the dot, since Hunter Biden was caught using the N-word over and over and over again in a text exchange with an attorney he thought was black. It's just part of the treasure trove from his not-Russian disinformation laptop. No, that was really his. And this, the most shocking thing I think I've ever seen a famous person send... It's a meme, and it's his father, Joe, hugging Barack Obama. The meme goes, Obama, gonna miss you, man. Joe, can I say it once, just this once? Obama sigh, go ahead. Joe says, you my N, Barack. Joe Biden, that week, would go to the G7, where banks of media from both here and abroad were full of people who could have asked him about that. Four months has passed since that. It was a headline in the UK Daily Mail. You couldn't have possibly missed it. If you want to read the story yourself and see the shocking meme, the headline on it is exclusive. Hunter Biden addressed his white lawyer as N multiple times using phrases like true that N and bantered. I only love you because you're black in shocking text unearthed days after Joe Biden's emotional Tulsa speech decrying racism. It's been four months. Nobody's ever asked Joe about it. Nobody's even asked Joe to condemn it. Why? Because the left doesn't give a rip about racism. The left doesn't even care about political correctness. They hold just one value. Power. They haven't changed in that regard in a hundred years. And they hold only one ethic. The supremacy of the group and the valuelessness of the individual. Every policy, word, phrase, law, system, government, Created by the left is aimed at that sole thing. The erasure of the individual. So as to morally allow mass murder on an industrial scale. You heard that right. Morally allow mass murder on an industrial scale. Cancellation is just the forerunner to that. To do it, you have to create a moral system in which individualism not only doesn't have value, but is abhorrent. Let's go back to where we started this podcast. Now that you understand... What Facebook was doing. Why it put a content warning as graphic and violent on a picture of a daisy growing up through a crack in the sidewalk. Alone. Abhorrent. Violent. A thing of horror. Simply for being one. For being alone. And for having one singular unique belief system. Why do this? Because in left-wing societies... Their morality forbids the challenge of the system by an individual. It's simply immoral. It cannot be done. Only groups can challenge the system. The problem with that is the system outlaws groups that exist outside the party. See how this works? It's actually a very sophisticated system. And they're pushing it on us all right now. So far with great success. Thanks for listening to today's version of the Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with friends and family everywhere.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.